Nine eateries were forced to close by the Food Safety Authority last month due to low hygiene and food safety standards, whereas last year the numbers reached into the 90s. With so many breaches of health and safety regulations, it begs the question, are standards in Irish restaurants slipping? Well, mostly there is a a pretty good standard, but... um when, when I do complain, it has something, always something to do with the food come arriving dry and obviously reheated, mm-hmm. and it's not the same. I was served freezing cold soup in the pizzeria and sent it back and they told me it was supposed to be cold soup, but it's mushroom soup, so it should have been served hot. You ever had to send back cold soup or anything? I didn't, and that's been honest with you now. Anywhere I go, I normally get good service. We had noodles with a friend, and the food was hor- it tasted horrible. I normally like noodles and vegetables, and, stuff, and like I just had, a, I took a few bites, and I just it tastes horrible. I'm not going to name names. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Closer. It was actually up this street here. You've never had to complain in a restaurant or anything? Maybe once or twice, but nothing major. Yeah. Nothing like glass or nails or anything like that. My worst experience was when I ordered lamb shank and it came to the table, the plate was very warm, the meat was warm and then I put my knife into it and the inside of the lamb shank was frozen and that really was a real turn off. That, that restaurant no longer operates. Did you get conned for that meal? I think I, think, um, I didn't pay for it. I, I said I wasn't paying and, and we left. A couple of unhappy customers there, but in general, consumers seem happy with what's being served. And Bernard Hegarty, Director of Enforcement Policy at the FSAI, says this is in keeping with reports sent into the body. Yeah, well, when you see uh, reports uh, indicating live rodents seen in premises, um, that's kind of worrying. When you see um, accounts uh, and you know um, photographs of um, gnawed foodstuffs uh, in premises, um, you know uh, conditions. Uh, and inspectors are reporting a lot of dirt in some premises. And I should emphasise that this a minority of premises that are letting conditions get that bad. You know, as I said, we've roughly fifty thousand food businesses in the country and um, the um, you know um, 125 enforcement orders were served um, in 2019 which was the last kind of normal year pre-pandemic um, so in that context it's a small number that caused these kinds of problems and uh, we should commend many food businesses that are putting a lot of effort into you know putting things right and maintaining conditions and so on. Still, the FSAI is concerned with the public's health and welfare. With this in mind, nine closures is surely nine too many. To be closed, uh, because there are lesser measures than, than closure on prem, uh, uh, in, available within the, the legislation, uh, tools that are available to inspectors, um, the inspectors will be looking to see, are they adhering to the requirements of food legislation broadly? Um, a lot of the, the emphasis and the reason for the service of closure orders is around quite basic breaches of hygiene. So uh, conditions like uh, dirt, um, temperature controls where the cold foods aren't being kept cold and the hot foods hot, um, pest control remains a problem. Most inspections are unannounced uh, so that they try to um, establish the state of the premises as it is on a normal time um, and can uh, assess the, the conditions as the premises would normally be operating. So that's how it works.
As well as these inspector drop-ins, the FSAI follows up on customer complaints and are more and more keeping an eye on review sites like TripAdvisor. If you don't deduct this office, you're going to get a bad review in TripAdvisor. And that's wrong. Um, but as I said from the start, it's one of the biggest threats we have in the industry. Restaurateur Anthony Gray runs three restaurants in Sligo called Hooked. And he says that when it comes to complaints, post-pandemic customers are pickier than ever. Sometimes, yeah. And sometimes we've had people trying to create their own sandwich. Like, can I have a, can I have a ham and cheese pineapple sandwich with uh, pesto? And like, you know, I said, right, well, you know, can you actually see that on the menu? I think one of, one of the most annoying things is when you're taking an order, and per- personally, I've taken orders, and personally, I've been in the, in the kitchen cooking, and uh, somebody comes in, and the waiter or the waitress, or indeed myself, you know, um, oh, I'm a celiac, and you say, okay, well, you go down through the menu, you bring them out the allergen list, uh, you, you take your time going through it, and uh, you explain the dishes to them, and you can say, well, you can have this, you can have this, you can have this. And then they say, well, I actually like the fish cakes. And I say, well, you can't have the fish cakes because there's a crumb in them. And they say, well, you know what? Um, like, it's, 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 I'm not really, it's full celiac. I'm kind of half celiac. And you're like, you're either, you're either pregnant or you're not pregnant kind of stuff. You know, it's just, it's a bit, it's a bit ludicrous thing because, uh, you know, you, you, you're just kind of scratching your head and you're going, well, well, actually, why did I bother going through this menu if you're going to order something and you're telling me that you're a celiac, but yet you're not a celiac? And we've had occasions where people have said, you know, um, oh, I, I, I'm on a diet at the moment, so I can't, I can't eat anything with gluten. And, you know, you say, okay, fair enough. And then, you know, you bring them, you, you bring them down at different compliments. And then they say, actually, can I get some bread with my soup? I found since COVID, uh, it's very hard to kind of keep them pleased. And look, TripAdvisor is just m- one of my personal hates. Um, you know, people writing reviews under false names. Um, you know, there's no, there's no continuity whatsoever to that. You can write anything you want uh, about a restaurant on TripAdvisor and get away with it. And trying to get a, re- a, 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 a review removed is nearly impossible. Um, and I think that's one thing. Thanks be to God, Google, uh, you know, you can see people, uh, you can obviously know who they are because they have to put in their name and you can reply to them on an email if something goes wrong. You can't do that with TripAdvisor. And um, so, you know, one of the biggest threats to our industry, in my opinion, is TripAdvisor. Well, you know what? I'm actually thinking of taking, going off TripAdvisor because they, first of all, they don't let you um, come back with anything. You can only say positive things to your customers. And I just don't think it's fair. I think it's one-sided and I think it's unfair. And I think he, that guy in Sligo, is completely right. Kira Burke is the owner of Sage and Stone in Duleek, where you can enjoy a lovely meal in the restaurant and shop in the charming, and shop in the charming gift store. But don't be fooled. Because in Kira's venture, the customer is not always right. Well, I've banned people in my pyjama, in their pyjamas. That's one thing I've banned. Um, I have put people out just because they're completely rude. Um, we, in the face of um, so, uh, you know, customer service, you know, I kind of feel if I'm in somebody's house, I respect their rules. I'm trying to run a business my way. And I got a one-star TripAdvisor uh, reviewed the other day because someone couldn't get in for breakfast at 12 o'clock. Now, I had no tables for that man at 12 o'clock. 
he insisted on having breakfast and I said, look, I don't have a table for you at the moment, but if you can hang on, we're serving our lunch from half twelve because we have a changeover. And it was like my fault. And then he went all over TripAdvisor and Google and said, you know, one star, crap place, service is really bad, had to wait an hour for my lunch. So I'm thinking, did he go into Tesco and order or look for his sausages and he didn't have, they didn't have it in stock? Did he give them a bad review? No. I had fluff from a hat, someone's hat put onto a plate one time and she was asking me for um, a refund because there was fluff on her breakfast. Now, she ate the breakfast, but then she was looking for... And then I could clearly see that it was her hat fluff that was put onto the plate. But we, in the face of um, so uh, you know customer service, we're getting it all the time. But we've learned, we've, we've, we've learned to grow a thick skin because people really, they shout louder if they're given out. But we, we, we should be listening to the one the, the 98% who are fabulous. Kira has a good relationship with the FSAI and a great one with, as she says, 98% of her customers. And when it comes to the other 2%, well, Kira believes they may be victims to their own nature. Okay, it's so funny, Sarah, right? So if they have been recommended Sage and Stone, right? First of all, they're like, okay, so we got, we got an award last year for Best Cafe in Meath, okay, from the Restaurants Association of Ireland. I said to my partner, Mick, I said, you know what, I'm going to give that award back because everyone, every strange person that has come into the place since, you know, looked at it and we'll see if they're best cafe. And they have, you know, basically slated everything about us. And I'm like, I didn't ask for the award. I did. I wasn't, you know, I didn't put it up there myself. I haven't told you that the place is lovely. I haven't told, you know, so please don't slate me. You know, I've only tried to do my best to employ people, to build my business. And, um, you know, I think that if you are seen to be any way successful, it's the Irish way. They like to tear you down. 